Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, good morning. So, first of all, I want to say this before I even get into the homily. Raise your hand if you were just in the choir at the beginning of Mass. Choir, you guys are killing it. That was so good. That was such a beautiful song. Thank you so much for just leading us in that, setting our hearts, getting our hearts ready for, for, uh, for worship today. That was so extraordinary. So great job, choir. Especially, I mean, that song, right? Your love never runs out. The mercy never runs dry. Were those the words? Something like that? Yeah? Something like that? No one's answering. I think it was something like that. Okay. It was so beautiful. It was really, really beautiful, so thank you. Okay, what I do want to talk about this morning is this. Sometimes when I'm praying with the scriptures, what often happens, what often initially happens is that, so like the gospel that we have today, I've read this gospel before, I'm familiar with this gospel, I've prayed with this gospel before, and what often happens is I gravitate towards the part of the gospel that I've meditated on before. So I have loved thinking about Jesus saying, ask you'll receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. I love thinking about Jesus telling us that like the Father wants to give us good gifts, right? So I've meditated on that before quite a bit. And uh, as I was praying with this gospel earlier in the week, I, I just kind of began drifting into that zone, thinking about that section of the gospel. But then as I kept going, the Lord, it was like he was shining a spotlight on the, on the, the first half of the gospel. Like he was saying, I want you to focus on that. I want you to focus on that. And I sat with that. And it's an interesting image that Jesus gives, this analogy, right? It's this image of persistence. So he gives this story where you've got this person, imagine that you are in bed, fast asleep, right? And you hear this pounding on your door in the middle of the night. First, you'd probably be scared, right? What's going on? But then you maybe if you go downstairs, you're like, who is it? And you're like, it's your best friend on the other side of the door. And they're like, hey, can, can, can I have some loaves of bread? Like, what are you doing? It's midnight. What are you doing here, right? Like, go back. I'm in bed. Go home. And he keeps pounding on the door. And Jesus is saying, eventually, eventually, you're going to probably open the door. You're going to probably open the door. Here's, here's, here's what struck me as I was praying with this. I think in my own heart, for the longest time, as I've reflected on this, I've thought that Jesus was saying, like, you, you have to be persistent in prayer and pound on the door of my heart to get what you want. Like, don't give up praying for this thing or don't give up praying for that thing. Like, keep asking because maybe eventually you'll wear me down, you'll break me down, and then I'll finally give you the thing that you want or give you the thing that you're asking for. I don't think that's what he's actually saying. I, I actually think that, like, the person who's knocking on the door, it's actually Jesus. And we're the one on the inside going, go away. Stay with me for a second here. This, this for me, as I was praying with this, just transformed the whole parable. It transformed the whole thing. We have in our minds that Jesus is sometimes like this, you know, this divine royal figure sitting on a throne going, all right, plead your case. Tell me what you need. And like, we, we come to him with our prayers and we, 
we shape our words and we're trying to say what we want in the best way possible. Like, like Lord, I've been really well behaved and like, I've made a lot of sacrifices. I've been going to Mass and it would be really, really awesome if you could help my grandma who's really struggling right now. Like, if it's not too much trouble, could you please help me out? And we have this image in our minds that Jesus sits back and is kind of like, let me, let me think about it. Friends, that's not the real Jesus. I was praying with uh, the catechism. Have we heard of the catechism before? Yeah? The catechism of the Catholic Church? The first paragraph of the catechism is so beautiful. And I want to share this with you. Listen to this. Paragraph one. Is that probably important, the first paragraph? Say yes. Yes. Okay, first paragraph. This is what the church in its official teaching has to say about God in the very first paragraph. God, who is infinitely perfect and blessed in himself, in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created human beings to make them share in his own blessed life. Start with that. God didn't create us to be slaves to him, right? I was talking about this last time we had school mass. He didn't make us so that like we would bow down and, and, and like grovel at his feet and worship him because he needs to be worshiped. No, the church is saying God created us because he wants us to share in his incredible, beautiful life. That's why he made you, for you to share in his goodness. Then it says this, for this reason, at every time, and in every place, God draws close to men and women. Every time and every place. Does that include right now? Yes or no? Yes. Does that include when you wake up in the morning? Yes or no? Does that include when you're at school? Yes or no? Does it include when you're playing on the soccer field? Does it include when you are angry at your family and you're sitting in your room going, I'm not coming downstairs? Yes. At all times and in all places, the church says God draws close to you. Like, the one who is persistent is Jesus. That's the parable that Jesus is giving us. He's saying that this person comes to you knocking on your door, saying, open to me. He's saying, like, please let me in. I'm, I'm begging of something from you. Like, the one who's knocking on the door of your heart is Jesus. All day long, it's Jesus knocking on the door of your heart. All day long. Like, how might he be knocking on the door of your heart? I'll just share from, like, my morning this morning. So, got up about 5.30 this morning. I grabbed my coffee. I was sitting out on the front porch of the rectory, right? Sun's not up yet. Stars are out. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I'm sipping on this coffee, and I just see just how beautiful it is. Like, no cars were driving by. It was so still. I could see my breath. Like, it was such a beautiful moment. You know, like, in that moment, Jesus is knocking on the door of my heart saying, I just want you to enjoy this. Like, I'm giving this moment to you. Right, later in the morning, as I'm praying, I'm sitting in my chair, I'm reading the scriptures, that's Jesus, again, knocking on the door of my heart. He's knocking, he's persistent, saying, I want to be with you, I want to talk to you. I want to be with you, I want to talk to you. Father Jim Maloney had the 8 o'clock Mass this morning. He's a retired priest, and I came into the sacristy to make sure everything was set up, and I popped in there, and he's in there, and I had a few, few moments to talk to him. Like, here's another person. Like, I could have just rushed through my morning and just said, okay, you're good? All right, I'll see you later. 
but I had this opportunity to sit and talk with this old retired priest and ask out how he's doing. That was Jesus knocking, saying, hey, I'm right here. Friends, today, as you leave Mass, as you go back to school, like Jesus is knocking on the door of your world in the person sitting in your class who annoys you, and Jesus is saying, hey, will you, will you be patient? Will you love me right here? Like there's going to be beautiful things that Jesus puts in your path today. He's going to say, hey, will you notice these things? Because these are gifts I'm giving you. My point is this. Like we get this mindset that Jesus is only trying to talk to us during Mass, or he's only trying to talk to us when we set up a specific time to pray. That's not true. All day long, he's reaching out to you. All day long, he's trying to connect to you. All day long. And we can't just think, especially teachers, and we can't just think that like, well, I opened the door like a week ago, so I should be good for a week. You can't survive today on yesterday's graces. You can't survive this year on a retreat you had a year ago. You have to have a fresh experience. This is what Pope Francis says. We have to have a daily renewal of our encounter with Jesus. Daily we have to take time to open the door. Daily we have to take time to respond to the one who's knocking. He's going to be knocking all day long in a million different ways. We have to pay attention, eyes open. Because he's the persistent one coming after our hearts. So let's take a second, let's quiet our hearts, let's quiet our minds, let's maybe close our eyes. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come in power. Holy Spirit, you are the gift that the Father has wanted to give more than anything else. You are love itself. And so, Holy Spirit, we ask you to open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears, open our whole being to be aware today of all the ways that Jesus is knocking on the door of our heart, all the ways that Jesus is breaking into our world, all the ways that he's reaching out to us through beautiful things, through delicious food, through the smiling faces of friends, through people around us who are maybe hurting. Jesus, help us see how you are knocking on the door of our world today. Amen.